speak hey. of the devil. Ooh. Speak of the devil. In a sharp but athletic shirt. I dig it. Is it really sharp? It's massive. <laughs> I think it's sharp. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. It does not look massive on, like, shoulders up. No, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. If you show your sleeves, I get, I get you, but... I quarantine living, you know? that That's not a factor. Yeah. yeah, like, Ryan might not even be wearing pants. We don't know. I'm not wearing pants. I mean, I'm wearing shorts, but not pants. <laughs> Just, like, two inches below the nipple up. That's all you got to worry about maintaining right now. Honestly, I'm just wearing a yeah. bib. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of looks like a... It's like a full button up i noticed on right? zoom especially with lower resolution but it's yeah just a massive polo that's way too big for me but hey is what it is quarantine life we're gonna get into all aspects of quarantine life on episode 187 of the quarantine cast recorded on december 15th 2020 cd project red really said yeah, no, PlayStation and Xbox's versions of this are bad. Y'all should get refunds. I mean, not from us, but, like, somebody. <laughs> People have been getting refunds. I don't know who from, though. Like, are they getting it from the retailer, or, or Yeah, what? although... Mm, PlayStation... Also, C- okay. Yeah. CD Projekt Red also, like, changed their bonus structure so that their dev team could still get their bonuses because originally they were tied to like what the metacritic review score was gonna be yeah and then they and then they said oh wait our bad this this shouldn't have happened take your bonus (laughs) anyway metacritic bonuses that thing everybody decided we hate when fallout new vegas came out yeah yeah fucking weird it's fun are you getting a refund andrew no, oh, my game works. I have a PlayStation 5. I'm one of the lucky few. You're the lucky ones. That's yeah, no, like, I, I, I'm going to play this game and probably enjoy it and then, like, have an opinion on it that is not even remotely close to the experience that a lot of people are having right now, which I, I understand that. That being said, I'm probably still going to have fun playing this game regardless of how I'm going to shit on, you know, kind of what they did with their launch. I, my brother texted me the other day asking me if I wanted Cyberpunk for Christmas, and I kind of said, I mean, like, I'd rather Demon Souls if you're willing to, like, shell out $10 more, and he's like, I gotcha, man, and now I have to, now I have to scramble to find something that gets the gift I got him in the ballpark of, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I thought, like, this year's entire Packer roster in football cards was a pretty good gift. But now I gotta now I gotta step it up. Mm. Crank that shit. Right? Yeah. Once my sister got me surfing lessons <laughs> that were pretty expensive. And right. from there on out I've basically just been like, yeah, I don't know, I'll just go high and then <laughs> whatever. If if they don't make up the difference, no big whoop, like you took surfing lessons? Yeah, I took a single surfing lesson. It was one surfing lesson. I shouldn't say lessons. I, I don't think I ever heard about this. Did you Did you stand up? I did swear. You ride I think, the I think wave? I remember that. I think you said it in the That's podcast. Oh, yeah. my bad. It was fucking great. Yeah, no, I stood up uh, instantly, the very first wave. Um, and like, you know, 
kind of figured it out, was doing whatever on like smaller waves. Um, then one time the surf instructor who was just like, picture a surf instructor. Yeah. You nailed him. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> that was my surf instructor. <laughs> Whoever you have in your head, that's who it was. He was literally just like, oh, bro, bro. <laughs> like, get ready, dude. He's like, he's like this one gonna be a little different i'm just gonna throw you right in and see what happens because like when you're first learning they just kind of push you instead of you having to like paddle to like kind of build up speed so that you can ride the wave they give you like a shove so that you can ride it and it was apparently a big wave like a, a an actual barrel and i like dropped into it and that's when i knew i was like oh fuck this is very different like for a while i was riding the top of it and then i dropped in and I shit my pants and was like, well, he told me to lean back, like, and lean, you know, lean forward, like, try to balance it out when you're facing straight downwards. And I'm just like, I'll lean back. And I somehow wrote it and, like, went all the way down like a fucking real surfer. Like, just like, I, I literally dropped into a wave and I wasn't expecting to. And he was just sitting there like, woo, like, way in the back. And he was like, and then he's like, shaw. And it's like, yeah. That was basically him. And then and then he told me, like, all right, I'm going to stop pushing you, and you can, like, start trying to, like, paddle, you know, to, like, kind of advance because you're doing really well. And that was when I think things started to fall apart, and I just – I never really got that down very <laughs> right. well. Like, paddling – because you got to paddle pretty quick to, like, actually build up enough speed to ride along the wave and not just have it go under you. Ah. So that was the main issue. When he was pushing me, yeah, I was always able to ride, I think, because I'm somewhat coordinated – and I imagine a lot of his clients are just random people. So, yeah. <laughs> normies, some call them. Normies, not people in their early 20s that are oh, okay. not very far removed from an athletic career, you know? Okay. Like, so, yeah, pe- people in their 50s that are have, are fulfilling a bucket list. Like, oh. that's. I don't, I, I don't think he was as used to someone who has balance and core muscle strength so yeah it was a great experience highly recommend it um kapawi surf club in santa monica or maybe it's venice i don't remember exactly but they were great they're the good ones this is how little i know uh california city is for a second i was like wait you did this while you were on your italy trip yeah no? I did this okay. in Italy through the canals. <laughs> Fucking rad. Yeah. You still haven't visited LA, so you didn't see Andrew, you we took you guys to the canals, right? In uh, Venice. I don't you, like, know. Like walked around there? Wait, they just called this city with canals in California Venice. Yeah. Not like new yeah. Venice or like I don't know which one came first. Huh, like if the canals Venice. were built first or if Venice was because they're man-made canals, right? Like, rather obviously, it's not like they built Venice on the ocean. They let water into these canals and then built houses around them. So it's huh. man-made. I don't know if they built a city, called it Venice, and then built canals in it for the memes, right? Or if it was the other way around, they're like, "There's canals. We'll call it Venice." No, no, I'm just. So, and take- also, the canals are a really small part of Venice. Like it's they're not massive, so. I'm just yeah. more taken aback by the audacity of we are Venice now too. <laughs> Venice too. <laughs> that would make sense. But, Not even. But really that. small. I mean, if you've played GTA Five, like they're yeah, in no, GTA it's, it's Five. It's like a community. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, it's like one neighborhood 
of a bunch of houses that have yeah like shitty little canals and like paddle boats that they sometimes i don't know if they even use they're just there in the water and sometimes there'll be like giant inflatables like inflatable ducks or something that you could ride on it's kind of funny okay that sounds right yeah but it's super bougie like ridiculous so but they're fun to walk around because it's all public and you can just like gawk at all the crazy houses and stuff like that. Looking at it from like an aerial view, it looks so stupid because <laughs> it is literally like two blocks. Yeah, it's a square. Like yeah, you, you can so walk the whole dumb. thing. <laughs> but it, it, I think it's admirable. I think it's one of the cooler things that you can uh, visit as a tourist around LA. So, oh. and you guys must not have done it because you guys had mm-hmm. some of your own ideas that like things that you wanted to do, which is cool, and mm-hmm. introduced us to some stuff as well. Like that crazy swap meet. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, what the fuck are we doing? Giannis is a buck boy. Yay. Yeah. Milwaukee Giannis for life. At least for four well, more years after a player option. Still a part of the herd. He said five on his social media. Well, he so said five, but he's, he still has a player option after year four. He has a player option, but what if he wants to? Yeah, no. Like, what if he's, what if in his head he's already exercised it? Yeah. <laughs> he's here. I, whatever, um, I'm excited. What, what, whatever the like alpha alpha wolf equivalent is in herds of deer, that is what Giannis is now. He's the big buck. He, he um, is he is the moose of this herd. I know that doesn't make sense, but that's what just, it is. Just a moose hanging out with a bunch of deer as the yeah. alpha deer. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, I saw new off-season like dr- grades and stuff, and they were just like upgrading it. So it was like, wow, well, Milwaukee had a pretty good off-season, I guess. And it's just like, literally, if we lost every single player on our team and re-signed Giannis to the Supermax, win. Yeah. <laughs> I give zero fucks. Like, <laughs> just need Giannis to stay. So Hearing, I'm happy. Like, so they, they had Woj on, obviously. They're like, Tell us what your insiders are saying. And it was literally like, like you know, why did he want to resign? He's like, well, he kind of thought I could probably win more somewhere else, but I don't want to go somewhere else. It was like, I grew up in Milwaukee and, you know, I owe it to the city and I like want to do it for the community and, you know, that sort of shit. I'm like, that makes me happy. That, mm. ma- that makes me very happy. But he's such a unique situation. Like he's literally from... The streets of Athens, Greece. Like yeah. he, he was a literal street vendor, relative unknown. There was only really a couple of teams that were targeting him in the first round, and the Bucks were one of them. And we, we, we took him under our fucking wing and yeah. said, "Here, here you go, man. Took like, a chance. You're, you're the guy now." And I think, I think he will always respect that more than someone that grew up in Boston or something. And you know, yeah. was lower middle class, but you know, wasn't right. You know having to really, really grind and then, you know, gets to the NBA and is just like, well, now I can just weigh my options. Like for him, it's, I think a bigger thing. So I mean, we've also, we've also gotten him as close to a, a a winning a championship team as what we possibly could. That's a factor here as well. No, we never went to the finals. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, I'm (laughs) saying like we have built that up for him. We have very much built our team around Giannis and, we yeah. built it around him, but yeah, like if he went to the Lakers or the Mavericks, okay. or the Heat, like they they yeah. would be better. Yeah, we we like they would have to give up their future basically to get him. Uh, so it would be a short term thing. 
whereas the Bucks still have a somewhat intact future, even though we gave away all those picks. But those picks are worthless now, which makes me very happy. <laughs> Don't yeah. even the need Pelicans them. that were like, oh, if Giannis leaves, we just got a bunch of lottery picks because they're unprotected. And I'm like, yeah, but if he stays, they're basically second round picks. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, fucking who, who fucking cares? Great. Yeah. So it's fun. Good. Yeah. It was so I was I'm a happy boy. Do you think the NBA is still gonna do anything over the whole bogey situation? No. No, because no. he didn't sign. He went to Atlanta. Well, yeah, like they would still they're, like they'll drop it. investigate. Well, I'm, no, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they they didn't want to like do anything about it anyway. But a bunch of people yeah, they stink about it. Do we? I disagree. I oh, think really? the NBA you think absolutely. The, the NBA wanted actually wanted to go after him. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give the TLDR of the bogey situation for our listeners? Basically, the Bucks. There's a thing in the NBA called a sign and trade, which is basically when a player is a restricted free agent and not an unrestricted free agent. When you're a restricted free agent, if a team makes an offer and you accept it, your old team has the chance to just match that offer and then you go back to your old team. So basically, a common thing that happens is called a sign-in trade, where a player, since he's a restricted free agent, will kind of agree to a contract with a new team, and then technically, so that the old team doesn't match it, they trade the player. Like, it's it's kind of con- like weird. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a weird yeah. consequence. But because he was a free agent when the Bucks made the trade... For Bogdan Bogdanovich, um, he wasn't under contract, so it's considered tampering what they were doing because they were negotiating contracts before the free agency period started. Because, like I said, you're technically just negotiating the contract with the team that you're getting traded to, and then that team that you used to be on matches it and then trades you. Mm-hmm. So, because we were doing contract negotiations before the free agency period technically started, it's considered tampering, even though in the NBA, like you'll just have unabashed like players in the middle of games going like, hey, dude, you want to come over here? And that's like so much more harmful than <laughs> yeah. what the Bucks were doing, which was just jumping the gun by a couple of days. Yeah, like, like literally If the Bucks days. would have done it two days later, then it all would have been completely above board. So then what happened is uh, Woj broke it, mm-hmm. uh, which a lot of people are still saying was like not, he wasn't supposed to, like he kind of broke it early. And that is what, caused it to be well like widely known that the bucks had tampered quote unquote um it's one of those things where up. the deal never actually the deal didn't actually happen because it can't be of, processed until yeah, free they, agency they had starts. agreed to terms basically like exactly in the way that like two people talked on a phone and like agreed to like hey in two days this is what we're gonna do then Woj broke it and said this is happening and then it's like well that's not legal yet yeah and so then uh, the NBA. It was obvious that, or it st- they started threatening that they were going to investigate the Bucks for tampering, and we would have lost significant, like there would have been significant fines, potentially draft picks being right. lost in this process. So basically, the deal just fell through, and uh, Bogey and eventually signed with Atlanta, and we kept the players that we we traded for him, like Dante Divincenzo yeah. is now just still on the Bucks, and that's. <laughs> fucking we got fucked real hard so but i mean the, the reason i was so upset about it was because it really seemed like the nba was putting their thumb on the scale and being like we're gonna investigate you motherfuckers because we want Giannis to get to a bigger market and uh, uh you know, yeah potentially like just just putting their thumb on the scale a little bit like hey if we can 
we can shift this ever so slightly. Why not do it? Like, we have the opportunity. It's in the rules, but it's a rule that gets broken all the time and yeah. we never punish people for. I mean, you, so. yeah, you have, like, just out in public players, like, tweeting at other players and saying during games and, like, calling each other and shit, just saying, fuck the team you're on, come to us, d- yeah. demand a trade. Like, we'll trade literally nothing to get you because if you say that you refuse to play, I mean, it's... It's what happened with AD in the Lakers. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Paul it's George just, and the Clippers. Yeah, this happens all the fucking time, but because it was the Bucks, the NBA said, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. They also fined John Horst at one point because he said that he would offer Giannis the Supermax. They called that tampering. And it's like, <laughs> that's the most obvious shit of all time. Like, he's... He's arguably a top three player in the. Not, he is a top three player in the NBA, and he's twenty. He was twenty five. Like, yeah, you're gonna offer him <laughs> the most amount of money that you physically can. Everyone knows that. That's not tampering. So, in the in the past, they've already been kind of fucky about it, and uh, some people have speculated that this is Giannis kind of holding up the middle finger to a lot of those mm. uh, types mm. that might have been. Like, because he could have waited a year to sign the supermax, and and him signing it a year earlier than he had to, uh, could be his his middle finger to all the people that were kind of toying with like the Bucks, and now maybe they'll leave us alone because he's there for the foreseeable future, and we get to actually be like an NBA team again, and and he won't get interview questions after every single game about where he's going and shit like that so if he's staying it's been like so. a year and a half of just Stephen a smith saying i think Giannis should go to the golden state warriors think yeah. about how good they'd be like think about how yeah. good any team would be if Giannis went there <laughs> shut the fuck up the same people that trashed kd or lebron yeah. for ring chasing are now saying wow Giannis is so dumb for not ring chasing <laughs> and it's like okay that's interesting. The same the same people that were like, you have ruined the competitiveness of the league are now like, wow, Giannis should have ruined the competitiveness of the league. <laughs> what is he thinking? Taking a quarter of a billion dollars in guaranteed money the minute that he signs his name. Yeah. What a crazy person. <laughs> Why didn't he go to the Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> that was an early option. Yeah, no, absolutely. They, they could swing it. It would be... LeBron, AD, Giannis, a mid-level exception, and then rookie or vet mins. Like <laughs> it would be wild. <laughs> but you think about how many people you'd have on the vet min, and they're just oh like, no, the ring chasers would be fucking real. Yeah, you know, they're like, I'm going to sit yeah. on the bench and finally get my ring. Just who fucking Not cares? sit on the bench, be a starter on a veteran minimum because <laughs> they have no one else. Yeah, <laughs> it is my would... job to run screens, and that is it. That's yeah. what I'm on the pavement to, on the pavement on the court to do. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the SNL sketch of the other Cavaliers. <laughs> it was one of the later years after Kyrie had left, where it was just like, LeBron's great. We're the other Cavaliers. <laughs> and it's like, I think one of them was Pete Davidson as uh, either C.D. Osman or Kevin Love. And he's like, you know that thing where they roll the ball down the court so that they can save some time. I've gotten pretty good at that. Like just, <laughs> some pretty, pretty fucking gold. So yeah, that that would be them. But that's all they would need if uh, they had literally LeBron, AD, and Giannis. So, and and a mid-level exception. They they'd get some 
like starter caliber player as well. So Wait, wasn't didn't he play well. Birdman in that sketch? Oh, was he the Birdman? I think I, I forgot I think he the was Birdman. Chris Anderson. I forgot Chris Anderson was on the Cavs in that era. Holy <laughs> fuck. The Birdman. That dude was tatted and then some. <laughs> yeah. It went all I remember watching the year over year. Like he he went harder than Post Malone in terms of like just covering his body in tattoos uh, from his rookie year where he was just unassuming white guy to his final year in the NBA where his hair was literally like spiked in like Liberty spikes and just straight tats over his entire body except for his head. Like Just a living Pokemon evolution right there. Yeah. Yeah. And good for you, Birdman. Mm. Live your truth, man. If you want to be covered head to toe, or not head to toe, neck to toe in ink, then live live your truth, man. (laughs) I wonder what he's doing now. (laughs) I'm watching it now. Being comfortable, probably. You're just watching the SNL sketch in the middle of Donald Glover's in this. (laughs) Yeah, Donald Glover is absolutely in it. Oh, no, it is Donald Glover that says that, not Pete Davidson. Ah, fuck. I stole Donald Glover's line. Mm-hmm. And we're going to steal time. <laughs> because we're going to time.is to do a collapsing and then moving on to the wacky post roll. So much free advertising for time.is. They need it. <laughs> do they? Hire someone to pick their quotes. Uh, yeah. Clearly, whoever, whatever algorithm they have now is not a good one. Whoever they have in there is slacking off. I don't know. Um, were, I, you, I was going to say, you weren't here when uh, they had the Kim Jong-un quote. <laughs> That's kind of gold, though. <laughs> it was immediately followed by somebody kind of universally beloved. It might have been a Mr. Rogers quote. It was the day oh after God. the Kim Jong-un. Right, yeah. People you would not expect to be on any list together <laughs> no it was johnny to carson zero, real quick it was johnny carson that's right uh, that's also yeah mm. a little less wholesome but still like, not like yeah. 100 to zero watched palm springs last night me too i saw it on your list and i was like did he watch that already or did he just watch it too i just watched it last night um it's good andy samberg definitely fucked that dad in that movie right yeah 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 andy samberg fucked the dad hell yeah and good for him right good for all of us we we're yeah we're all we're all pretending like part of us doesn't want that or doesn't want that to happen but we all know nah Part, part of us wants to be stuck in a time loop. How? Uh, so, first question with every time loop movie. How long do you think Andy Samberg was in it? How long does it take you to forget your job? Thousands of years. Okay, that's fair. I, I, I would guess thousands of years. Although he did know his dog's name. That's fair. But well, dogs... Dogs are memorable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I mean, once again, we're dealing with time scales that aren't human. Like yes. <laughs> these these are not things that any human normally has to remember. I'd be curious if you asked people in their 80s or 90s that don't have like dementia or Alzheimer's if they could remember their childhood dog's name, if if they'd be able to recall, I don't know. So That's Yeah, fair. I'd be curious. His brain was definitely pretty mushy. Oh, it yeah. reminded me of the final season of The Good Place where they get to the real good place and like all the people there are basically zombies because they just there's no stimulation left basically <laughs> for their brain. Like they've they've seen it all. They've been in paradise for just an infinite amount of time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what that kind of re- reminded me of. But it was good because I saw the the promo materials and I didn't know that like there. It makes sense because there's always got to be an entry point for the audience, right? Right. I kind of thought that they were both going to either discover it together or that they, they were both in it together. But it always makes sense when you like have a new person that becomes the lens of the audience, new to that whole experience. So, no, it, it was good. I liked it a lot, like way more than I thought I would when I first saw the promo materials. I so good, fun movie. Only yeah. only critiques I think I have are that uh, some of the supporting actors little 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 hokey performances, like more character- J.K. Simmons. No, no, J.K. Simmons nailed it, but I'm talking... Roy was fucking my favorite part of the movie. Roy was amazing. I'm talking more like the fucking... uh, uh, Andy Samberg's girlfriend. Like, that's... (laughs) That's not even a real person. I mean, okay, fine. Maybe I just... You're about to move to L.A., Lucas. You're about to meet... That's fair. you, You might move to L.A. You are about to meet hundreds of that exact person. It's called Palm Springs... Because Palm Springs, California, which is right next to L.A., it's it's assumed that these are L.A. people. Oh, my God, you're about to meet a lot of those people. Is, is, the, is the weird, wild, like, stoked, but I don't even think that character had a name. The dude who was just super into everything or over the top. With the cowboy hat? Not the cowboy hat. The other guy, the asshole guy. The the guy who, uh, as a joke, they had them walk in on Andy Samberg's girlfriend cheating on him. Oh, the guy that kept trying to yeah. get on Christina, Kristen Milati. I don't know what her character's name was. I forgot already. <laughs> I know his, his name was Niles, because Niles is a memorable name. Oh. But I don't right. remember what hers was. Sarah? Was it Sarah? Sarah, yes. Yeah. Kept trying to hit on Sarah earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite little vignette was... um. When they had the bomb and the cake, that little sketch that they did was that made me kind of want to be in a time loop. Like, right? <laughs> holy fuck. So, Andrew, I don't know if you're planning on watching this movie, but we're definitely somewhat ruining it. That's okay. Are you going to watch Palm Springs on Hulu? I never even heard of it before this. Oh, okay. Well, just to break down the sketch, basically, uh,. They're both stuck in a time loop together, but they're kind of starting to have fun with it. So they're just like dicking around with all the other people that are not in a time loop. Like that for them, this is just a normal day. And now there's these two crazy people doing crazy people things. So they're at uh, her sister's wedding and they put a bomb in the wedding cake at one point. An actual bomb. So Andy Samberg runs up and goes like... Oh my god, everyone stay calm. I'm a bomb guy. And reaches into the cake, pulls out a literal bomb, stabs it with an arrow, shoots it with a bow into the night. It blows up. 
And then the uh, the girl that he's stuck in the time loop with comes out with an eye patch and a hook and goes like, "Ah, you spoiled my my plot, like pretending to be an evil villain." And they go into like a Scooby Doo, like, "Oh, it was her all along. She was jealous of her little sister." Like, and all the people at the party are like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> Because then this is just a normal day, like a Palm Springs wedding in scenic LA, and they're just completely doing this crazy shit. That made me kind of be like, you know, if I had a button to remove myself from a time loop, I think I want to do a time loop. (laughs) (laughs) All the crazy shit you could pull off, and eventually you'd get bored of it, and you could press the button, and um, you know, you'd you'd reset it one more day, like they did, have the best day, and then. you know, put it back to normal. Mm-hmm. But right. fuck, man, that was gold. <laughs> that was absolute gold. Also, how many years do you think it took for her to like learn quantum physics? Uh, mm, maybe a year. Like maybe a year. That very year? much seems like the worst year of Andy Samberg's life. One year? Oh <sighs> my god, dude! I would have guessed at least like eight or ten. All right. Like, but that also I thought felt was a little bit of a plot hole because once he realized what her deal was, why didn't he go to um, was it Sat? What was the the fiance guy's name? Why didn't he just go to that room and like yeah confront her? Or I guess she wakes up before him canonically, right. so in theory she's like books it so that uh, you know she gets out before he wakes up, sort of thing. Nah. Interesting. Well, that's canon, that she wakes up, like, a minute before he does. Right. So, he, he in theory, should also have probably explored, though, as well. Yeah. Like, and, and, like, where the hell is she? She can't be that far. And over the course of, like you said, if it's between one and eight years, yeah. I feel like eventually he would find her. It was kind of implied she was just going to, like, yeah, the nearer, nearby, nearby every library day. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the fast, the way to maximize the amount of research you get before the day starts over. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Going to be up there in our top tens probably, but you're going to have to tune in next weekend or slightly after to find out. Because we are done with episode. Why can I never remember it? I always say it at the top of that. that that's such short-term memory. 187 of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe. Do whatever you can to support us, depending on the platform you're listening to this on, which apparently people listen to us fairly a lot on Spotify. So thanks, guys. Um, Yeah. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.